Alright, so uh, our first and only review of the day is going to be for the latest Hayao Miyazaki movie, The Boy and the Heron here. Uh, the Boy and the Heron is a semi-autobiographical semi film from Hayao Miyazaki, uh, director from legendary films you've probably seen before, like Princess Mononoke, Spirited Awake, East Delivery Service, The Castle of Cagliostra, uh, various films like that, legendary uh, director. Um, and like we just had a discussion before the review, uh, you know, he's supposed to retire like two, three movies ago, but hey, he's back again with another movie, uh, and is back again delivering these masterpieces. Um, and is this going to be up there with the collection of a lot of other great Hayao Miyazaki movies? Well, we'll let you know. Uh, so in this movie, The Boy and the Heron, it is, uh, like I said, semi-autobiographical film. Uh, you have the lead character, Mahito, here, who watched his mother die in a fire. Um, after he does that, uh, him and his father pick up, move. Uh, his father finds a new wife. Um, and then when he finds a new wife and then is settling into this new environment, uh, he also stumbles upon this kind of fantasy kind of like world, almost like a Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan type situation where he kind of stumbles into this very fantasy world here and, you know, sees all these kind of wonderful creatures, you know, faces all this danger, uh, you know, and is trying to, uh, you know, help uh, get his uh, stepmother back as well, who's also in this world. Um, and again, of course, as always, you see a lot of with Hayao Miyazaki movies, gorgeous animation, uh, you know, brilliant voice work here and brilliant uh, visuals that you always see with a lot of Hayao Miyazaki movies. Now, me and Dusk, uh, we both saw it subbed. We did not see it dubbed. Um, as you can see with this trailer here, you can see the wonderful kind of names that you have for the voice, the voice cast, English voice cast. Uh, cast here like uh christian bale jimmy chan robert pattinson things like that um but i might go check it out uh in the english stuff just to see how they perform there uh but i'm going to pass on the dusk and get his thoughts on what he thought about the boy and the uh this is uh Hayao miyazaki's 12th film at this point and even at the age of 82 it still is impressive to see his distinctive style still there uh, this movie is a bit more surreal than I think a lot of his previous movies. It actually reminded me a lot of uh, a movie uh, called a Japanese anime movie called Paprika, which was all about dreams and surrealness. And it did have those moments where it kind of took spirit away and kind of pushed even further with the surreal nature of it, where uh, especially when you get into the alternate world at one point that uh, he falls, finds himself, the main character finds himself into. I think what really just, uh, made me smile was just a lot of the just beautiful animation in this movie, just the absolutely uh, incredible bits to detail and character expression. And uh, the voice work in here is really, really well done. Uh, especially from the main character and uh, the heron itself. I think they do a good, good job. And the many different characters that he kind of bumps into as well, including um, the people he meets on the other, on the uh, other side in this alternate world. Mm. yeah um yeah and at this point Hayao Miyazaki it's kind of like with Martin Scorsese um with movies like you know Killers of the Flower Moon which he had come out this year which is another I mean man who's in his 80s who's still directing um at this point in his career I mean you're just kind of competing with yourself 
um, at this point. Mm. Um, and that's kind of what it was similar situation with Martin Scorsese. It's like, you know, you know, even your worst film is better than people's most films. And yeah. with Hayao Miyazaki, you know, looking at his resume and look at all the great things that he's done, you know what I mean? That's so highly regarded. Um, and this is his 12th film, as Dust mentioned. Yeah, at this point, you're just kind of competing with yourself. And he's so far and away, you know, ahead of so many people as being this legendary guy. Um, you know, it's just like, man, you know, which you have to decide which ones you just love more out of this great collection here. Um, and I don't think this is a it's it's definitely not a terrible movie. Um, it's just that if it doesn't stack up against amongst his other movies, I think is is the question, uh, which is a nice problem to have. Mm -hmm. Um, and you mentioned, you know, this character of uh, you know, the lead character of uh, Mojito here, um, Mojito, Mojito here. Um, who is a very strong-willed character. Um, you know, I think maybe doesn't have that necessarily wide-eyed innocence that maybe some of his other characters have, uh, you know, which was which was a little bit different. Uh, you know, again, you mentioned the visual. I mean, how visually kind of stunning this movie is uh, just when it comes to when he goes into this world and kind of the different things that are there. Um, like I said, very Peter Pan-like, very kind of mm. th that type of thing here. Um, and to see kind of what it's all leading to and what's all building to, um, it maybe is a tad bit slow kind of getting into that. Um, you know, this movie is, isn't very long, but it's maybe a tad bit slow kind of getting into it at two hours. Um, what did you think about the pacing of the movie there? I thought, uh, the pacing was rightfully a bit, a bit slow. I can see how some people would be, uh, a bit turned off on the slower pacing, but I think that ultimately rewarded once you got to the alternate world once you kind of get to the alternate world it, it kind of flows pretty naturally through most of it although i have seen people um not quite like some of the more surreal aspects that kind of break up moments of um information or uh, while going through the alternate world and i can see that as this isn't a movie for everybody there's definitely a lot of metaphor in this movie uh hayao miyazaki himself is 82 years old he's done a lot in his life uh, his son works on um, his own uh, manga and his own old works of animation which are also quite quite stunning as well he's learned a lot from his father and uh i you can definitely get the feeling of uh, of a, a person taking a look at their own life and also a situation and well keeping a lot of themes of his previous work he's always been a a very firm pacifist and believing in nonviolence and the, this issue i think this also comes through in this but it also adds a, a bit of melancholy to this movie there's a lot of mo moments in this which is just either darker than other previous movies or sadder i think nausicaa in the valley of the wind dealt with a lot of post apocalypse and warning of hey if we don't do something uh this will go bad which was based on the manga that he wrote um back in the 80s and earlier 90s and uh the darkest one probably is princess mononoke but this one kind of competes for that darker nature. And so I heard some people saying that uh, that this maybe movie might be too scary for kids. But uh, have you seen the movies from the 80s that were made for kids? I mean, mm. uh, I think it's okay to scare kids sometimes. I think it's okay to be to show kids, hey, mortality exists. And I, I think this movie deals with mortality in a very healthy way, in a overcoming way, not in a you need to kind of drown in it. it it's a... That this is, you're going to go through things and this is a way to express it in that way and a way to at least digest it in a manner of speaking um at least it's uh my interpretation of it mm. yeah 
uh, whether this movie, you know, speaking about the, the scary nature of it, you know, could it be a good you know, family movie to take your you know, kids to and everything like that? Um, I guess you would have to determine. I don't think there's anything in here that that's that, you mm-hmm. know, horrifying or anything like that, um, that you couldn't really necessarily take your kids to go see that it would kind of freak them out. Um, I'm trying to think of like a particularly horrifying animated movie. Uh, I'm trying to think of um, maybe something like, do you find Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you think something like that is, you know, kind of a little, nah. nah? Yeah, I'm trying to think of maybe something really particularly horrifying, but I don't think this is. No. Your kids, I don't think you have to worry about that, um, that uh, you know, with this film. Um, talking about some of the performances here, uh, voice performances, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the Grey uh, Heron specifically, uh, really great voice work yeah. uh, by them and really a great performance by them. Um, and so because we watched the sub here, so the voice of the great uh, Heron here was Masika Masaki Suda. Suda here. Very terrific job. I think they're back and forth. Uh, Maito and uh, the great Heron, really good back and forth there. Um, kind of a you know good kind of comedy act kind of going on between the two of them. It makes the adventure kind of uh, more uh, exciting in a way there and then the, also the different kind of people he meets there in that world uh like the pirate woman for instance mm-hmm. or uh the woman who's also uh, you know the flame uh who can cover herself in flames and use fire powers very interesting kind of stuff and again it makes you want to stay in this world more and see and discover more about the world uh what did you think about the voice caster no i think all the voice cast was very uh, stellar overall for the uh japanese cast um Masaki Suda, for instance, he's been in many, many different things. He's been in Common Rider Productions, doing voice work for that for a, for a while. He's really recently picked up and been in a lot of uh, show. It's like a, a lot of different shows and series, and he's won a few a few awards for outstanding voice work. So he really carries it through here. I think uh, the voice of the main character, Soma Santoki, I think he also does a pretty a pretty good work as well, despite his uh, early age of only eighteen, really. Mm. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does a really great job there. Uh, so, um, final thoughts, rating. Uh, aside from some small pacing issues and a few moments here and there that I would have liked to see, him, but I didn't quite in this movie without getting into any uh, uh, spoilers, uh, I got to give this a, this is just great animation. I can't get this any um, any lower than a peak. This is just fantastic animation done very, very well by an artist who has had a lifetime of experience with the studio that he's worked very well with. And uh, even at the age of two, I, I think he does a very good job. And he does add a bit of nuance with this story that he's always done, but it does hit just slightly differently knowing the context and how you just kind of... Hayao Miyazaki's always been good, not only just in visual storytelling, but you always feel his movies. That's, I think, what always makes him uh, different in a lot of his peers. You always feel the emotion from the movies. You can just feel the way, what he's trying to say to you. And I think this movie is no different. I think for that art form alone and his ability to do so, um, I can't get this anything lower than a peak. Mm. Yeah. Um, hmm. yeah, I would have to agree. I think I give it a peak as well. Um, as we mentioned about his kind of filmography there, I mean, you would have to probably go back and watch all of his movies to see how this one stacks up. Um, I haven't seen all of his films. I've only seen uh, just mm-hmm. a couple, so I can't really you know judge too much on that. But I still think this is a strong piece of work. Um, as a, 
but you know, besides really kind of some of the pacing kind of issues here that you have, it's a little slow kind of getting into yeah. the adventure itself, you know, but you know, it does a good job setting up like where this kid is in life at this point where you see the opening sequences, you know, this big fire that happens, which is really beautifully animated too. Like mm-hmm. I really like what they kind of did there, like the flames and kind of how, you know, you're rushing into it and seeing everything around you and how it's all kind of a blur. Uh, I kind of like that a lot. Um, and then introducing the character of the, you know, the stepmother who apparently the dad, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's got a type, I guess, you know what I mean? Cause they mm. remarked how much the mother looks like, um, you know what I mean? Uh, the stepmother looks a lot like the past previous wife there um, and how she kind of inserts herself, you know what I mean? In, into his life pretty early on, like, yeah, I'm going to be your new mother. And then you're going to have, you know, a baby brother, or sister on the way and like kind of really pushing this, you know, on the kid, you know, pretty soon. So you wonder where this is kind of going to go. It's going to be, you know, um and when it so it does a good job setting it up there uh but just like when stuff gets into the alternative world and you know things like that that's where really things really start to really pick up more and start to be a little bit more exciting there um you have these really trippy kind of sequences here in the in the movie that are very dreamlike uh which is also very good to see so um yeah i i you know did enjoy this movie i would you know I would also kind of go see it again just to hear the English version of it, just as yeah. they do voice performance wise. Be interesting um, to see. Yeah. Uh, to see that, to see if it kind of comes off any differently. Um, but like you mentioned with a lot of Miyazaki movies, you can feel just such emotion coming from the movies and the hard work and the dedication it is into telling the story and to saying something. And I think it's always very, you know, appreciated. Mm. Um, and you can just feel that, you know, it just doesn't feel like I'm just, doing a movie just to do a movie here you know what i mean it's like yeah you know i'm telling a story here that i want to tell and i want to show it to people um so i very much enjoyed that so i would also kind of give it a peak uh lowish kind of peak there for Mm -hmm. uh the boy and the uh heron there um so yeah uh, two peaks for the boy and the heron uh me and dusk there 